Welcome to another episode of Hold My Interest. I'm one of your hosts, Kirthana. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I'm your other co-host, Claire. (laughs) This is a podcast where we watch pilot episodes of different TV shows, and we come back, uh, review the pilot, rank it, give you some insight into the characters, some lines from the pilot, and us as people. And that is basically the show. And if you leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, we will tell you an acrostic poem at the end of our ep. I think this week we have a review from Kendall. That's your old friend. Oh, yeah, um, Kendall. We left a review. So, Kendall. Yeah. It'll be at the end of the ep. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah, also follow us on our social media, Twitter at Hold Interest and Instagram at Hold underscore my underscore interest. Um, To start the pod, we do a little check-in with each of the hosts, so we do our highs and our lows for the week. So, Eric, what are your highs and lows for the week? Am I going first? Uh, Yeah, I switched it up. Usually Claire goes first, guys. She called your name. She did call my name. Okay, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the stunning opening here tonight. Call me by your name? <laughs> Call me Eric, actually. Um, <laughs> my low is that I... Um, my low is that I finished my book today, and I am really sad to have finished it because mm. it was, like, one of my favorite books that I've read in a while. Um, also, a low because mm-hmm. of that is, like, the book was, like, very, like, sad woman in a novel vibes. And I, like, leaned into that mm-hmm. very much so when I went on a walk later. Um, I was, like, walking on the street, and it was, like, snowing. And I was, like, oh, my God, I'm a sad woman in the novel. And it was really um, very interesting. Aww. It was a very interesting mood. But the high is that it is, like, one of my favorite books. I'm going to tell everyone about it now. The book is Real Life by Brandon Taylor. You should totally read it. And that's really it for me. He has a good Twitter also. Does he really? Interesting that he has a cool Twitter. Claire, have you read that book? No, I actually had it on my ebook like a month or two ago and then I read like the first two pages. I was like, this is really good and I didn't mm. <laughs> um continue reading it. But now I'm on hold. It's I have it on hold with my library, so I hope it's a speedy. While I still try to read Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Claire, what are your highs and lows for the week? Um, my lows, okay, I had one and now it's gone. I guess I'll do two. So one is that I'm reading Pride and Prejudice and I'm enjoying it, but it's taking me so long to read. And like every time I check Goodreads, my goal this year is to read 40 books. And every time I check Goodreads, it's like I'm another book behind schedule Mm. (laughs) because I'm just taking so long to read this book and I... I don't know I think I'm just in a weird spot with reading right now I feel like last year I was really like reading so much mm-hmm. and now this year I'm like struggling to read but I think honestly once I finish Pride and Prejudice I'm just gonna read a book like that I really know I will love and then that will yeah. hopefully get me back into it but yeah that's a little frustrating also my toilet got clogged yesterday and plumbers had to suck black water out of it this morning so that was fun but it's it works again yeah and then my high is that oh yeah my high is that i've been rewatching the mindy project uh, which i've already talked you to you love guys about. but yeah i'm just like my friend 
who listens to the pod, Allison Powers. I already shouted her out, her out once. Yeah, she does listen. <laughs> yeah, she she like t- told me a few weeks ago and was like, "You should rewatch it. It's like just so funny and good." I was like, "You're right." And then I started it and I was like, "Wow, this show is really pretty top tier comedy." I would have to say. Yeah, we should have so, Allison I'm just like the mini project up. I know. Yeah, she would definitely love to be on an episode, but um, yeah. Yeah, I just, like, am really enjoying watching something so funny and joyous. Yeah, so. it's so funny. I love it. Yeah. Um, what are your highs and lows? My high and lows. What are your low? highs and lows? <laughs> Go off with those lows. Go off. So, let me start off with my high is that today, we're when recording, is Friday, February 19th, and I'm supposed to get my tax refund back, like, today or tomorrow, and also today is the only day that I've been uh, in and out of, like, power. My low is that I live in Texas, and if you don't know what's going on in Texas right now, um, I don't, my mom, like, replied to our family group chat, was just like, watch the news. So I guess watch the news. Um, but <laughs> Read any major news outlet. Click on the little infographic on Instagram of Texas crying, and you'll see <laughs> what's going on. Texas was woefully unprepared for a winter storm that happened. It's just really frustrating because a lot of the things were preventable and a lot of the things are really affecting like low income areas. So it's just all really frustrating and it's really anxious to like live here. Driving was really scary all of this week, but like you kind of had to drive at certain points to like get resources because we are now back with a little bit of water, but for a while they shut off the water and then also told us that there was a water boil notice. So people don't have water, don't have electricity, can't use any water that they like would possibly get without boiling it first. But some people like had water and no electricity. So it was just really very frustrating. I was like one of the lucky ones and I was without water for like a day. And right now I'm with power, but it's been in and out all day. It is just all very, very frustrating and anxious. And it also like if you're one of the people on Twitter who's, like, talking about how Texas deserves whatever or, like, oh, Texas is a red state, like, it would be so sad if they, like, die, haha. It's not funny. It's not helpful. Like, there's just real people here. And also the people that you're, like, mad at are not the people that are being affected by this the worst. Like, the people who are being affected, first off, are the homeless people who were stuck outside other than, like, great resources like Austin Mutual Aid and stuff like that. And also just people – there was a very – visible like power outage in low income areas whereas high income areas did not lose their power and so it's just kind of like first off nobody deserves to like die obviously and then also the people that you're like quote unquote trying to like at to say they do deserve this are not the people that are being affected by it so stop like with that rhetoric and it also just doesn't help it's like very stressful to be in Texas and drive in Texas right now and like people literally like their houses inside are 30 degrees at night like that is not fun to do or be around so it's just all very frustrating and also like if you're not here or from here like maybe just don't talk about it (laughs) and like maybe just say like hey how can I help instead of like just bashing people because it's not helpful and it doesn't do anything like you're not going to succeed in doing anything by saying like oh, well, y'all are just weak. It's like, no, we're not weak. Our houses aren't built for this. Our pipes aren't built for this. Our roads aren't built for this. We have like 10 snow plows in the entire state and every single road was snowed over. Like it is it is and was a mess. So like, again, it's just not helpful and there's just no point in doing it. 
Um, I guess another high is though that the like um, local resources are really really great, and obviously like all the Texas stuff will probably be for the most part done with when this comes out. But if there is ever like a if there is, there will be many, many ecological disasters in the future. Um, I would like urge anybody to consider donating to like local resources rather than donating to like mm. the big stuff, like mutual aid. Yeah. Donate to mutual aids. Like look at like sunrise movement, your follow your local sunrise movement and like go from there. Cause they're really good about plugging like the local people that are actually doing things on the ground and like helping homeless people get into hotels and like buying hotel vouchers and buying meal vouchers and stuff like that. So that is like one thing that was very great was like the community outreach was really, really good in Austin specifically. And so I think they did as much as they could in terms of getting people off the streets and like getting them into hotels and getting people who were without power into warming centers, which is just really, really great. And was great to see. Um, It obviously sucks that any of that had to happen, Mm -hmm. but just a little high is the community outreach. And like I said, this kind of stuff is going to keep happening. So if you are ever like in another state or just like able to donate, I really would urge anybody to like donate to more local based things uh, because those are the people that are going to be able to help the most and they definitely Mm -hmm. really, really deserve it. And also if you're one of the shitty people who like created a fake Venmo account for Austin mutual aid, you suck. Like there's just no reason to do that. Please choke. (laughs) yeah like you just literally did not have to do that I don't understand like how you could be okay with that morally but I guess we're just different people so yeah those were my highs and lows (laughs) on that note I I'll say something quickly and then we can move on to happier things but on the note of like people from other states commenting on Texas like we're all from Texas and even though me and Eric are in different states like I at least feel like a very strong tie to Texas and like this whole week I was just like I feel so weird not being there because I'm like that's my home and I saw a really great TikTok that was just basically like for everyone like you're saying for everyone who's like making jokes about Texas or like you voted in these people um it was really great TikTok because she was saying basically saying that disenfranchises like everyone who won continuously votes for more progressive candidates and more progressive policies and two those who are suppressed Mm -hmm. out of a vote which is the reason why texas is a red state is voter suppression and also she was like you're ignoring the fact that in the last presidential election there was a 5.2 percent i believe difference between red and blue voting so it's just like i don't know it's really frustrating people are like that's what you get it's like no, there are people who are actively fighting to change this and actively fighting voter suppression, like what happened in Georgia. That would not have happened without Stacey Abrams and her organization and all of her volunteers fighting voter suppression. Like, And that can happen in Texas as well if everyone would stop shitting on us constantly. Because like everyone I know from Texas is a progressive. And like that might just be my circle, but like I know that pretty much in all the urban areas everyone has progressive ideology and is like trying to fight for better. And if you look at the major cities in Texas, like they all went blue in the last election. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, again, your voting record does not mean that you deserve to like freeze to death. Literally. Like, and also, yeah, if you, if you voted for Ted Cruz, I don't think you should freeze to death. Like I disagree. Like, with you that's voted not for, a woke but... statement. Yeah. Like, no. It's like, 
yeah, he's, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, he's a piece of shit. And oh my like, god, that's my other high, is watching Ted Cruz. <laughs> watching Ted Cruz have to buy a flight back from Cancun. Just watching the news destroy him over the course of one day. I was like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> Everyone on Twitter making jokes about Ted Cruz. I'm like, please, give me more. Somebody tweeted in there, like, imagine you're getting on that plane to, to like, Cancun, and you get to tweet, like, you get to send that picture and just ruin Ted yeah. Cruz's life. Or you're in the um, the cruise group chat and you dox them and send their yeah. text to the New York Times. That's iconic. <laughs> yeah, like Ted Cruz is a piece of shit. The people that voted True. for him, like, still don't deserve any of this. No one deserves this. It was a lot of it was preventable, and that's what sucks. Mm-hmm. But like, we're just trying to navigate the situation as best as possible. So, like that being said, obviously, if I'm sure also mutual aid. Um, could still use like money after this is over. So if you do feel so inclined to donate to them, they did a lot of really, really great work. And look up any Texas things because like everybody really pulled together and did a lot. And there's a lot of places like giving out free meals and free water and stuff like that and warming centers and stuff. So it is all really great. And but it's somebody tweeted like the amount of things that we've had to donate to, like the amount of money I've donated this year instead of our government just doing what they needed to do is uh, ridiculous. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but Truly. whatever. On to better things like the pill girl. <laughs> pill girl. Segway. Um, who likes pills? <laughs> the Queen's Gambit. Let's talk about our history with the show. Um, it obviously came out mm. last like barely last year. Yeah, Barely. like last October, yeah. I'll I'll talk. Yeah, Claire go first. <laughs> so, I was introduced <laughs> to the show because I saw I follow like the Netflix accounts on Twitter and they just dropped mm-hmm. a trailer before it came out and I was like this looks really good because the listeners may not know this, but I was in chess club in middle school and I was the only girl. <laughs> It was one of the many activities I did for, like, a short amount of time and then stopped because of theater. (laughs) Like, all these things I tried, and then I was like, but I have to do theater. Um, But it was really fun. I actually really enjoyed it. But, um, yeah, and I was just like, oh, this looks really cool. It's, like, set in the 60s about a girl playing chess. And then I just watched it when it came out and became obsessed with it as everyone in the world did, apparently. So that's my relationship. My relationship is Claire and Eric yelled at me to watch this show. Mm, that's true. I <laughs> Until I did. <laughs> yeah, y'all both were like, "Can to watch the Queen's Gambit," <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> my She's like, I history guess. and then I did. <laughs> my history with the show is that um, around the time the show came out, my father tested positive for COVID, and I had to go into quarantine, and I was basically locking myself away in my room. And I couldn't go to work. I couldn't do anything. And this show came out and I was like, oh, I guess I'll watch. And it was my first time ever watching a show. Like, I'm very slow when it comes to watching hour longs. Mm -hmm. Um, But this one, I watched it within like two days. And it was a very different experience for me because I just was so intrigued by it. I thought it was a really good show. And your dad is okay, right? My dad is totally okay. My dad was totally fine when he had it. Um, Yeah, we're chill. (laughs) I was just like, if you say your dad had COVID, you should probably... Yeah, right. so I have to cl- let me clarify. Now. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so those are our histories of the show. I'm just going to read the, like, not Netflix synopsis, but, like, just, I don't know. what I always struggle with whatever synopsis this is. Um, <laughs> set during the Cold War era, orphaned chess prodigy Beth Harmon struggles with addiction in a quest to become the greatest chess player in the world. We love that. Okay, uh, <laughs> someone want to time me for my recap of this? Oh, yeah. Do you get an, a minute? No, she gets two minutes, I think. Two minutes. Okay. I am going to set up the timer. There are two minutes on the clock (laughs) in your time. Well, it starts now. Okay, so basically uh, Beth is a woman in Paris at the beginning, and she is about to play the match of her lives, but like homegirl is like hungover, drunk, whatever. Cut to a car on a bridge, and then a policeman being like, "Mm, she lucky. And then another copper being like, yeah, man, don't tell her that. And then she's at an orphanage getting her hair cut, chopped off. Um like to the ear uh her her clothes are burned for like absolutely no reason and also she has to like wear this silly little (laughs) outfit and then she starts getting drugged by the orphanage and it turns out she's really smart but then like she finishes everything early so she has to go clean erasers in the basement but look who's there it's her little friend mr scheibel and he's playing chess and she's like "Mm, i want to play and then (laughs) she continues to take her little pills and her friend jolene was like hey take them at night that'll be like key to your life and then she starts taking them at night and she starts like seeing the chess on the ceiling (laughs) and then she's like hey mr scheibel please let me play with you and he's like i play alone and she's like no but i can play and he's like okay and then she starts playing with him and she continues to take pills and then she's like good good so then she takes an awkward picture with the man and like plays with some other dudes and then she like throws a doll away and then the state says no more pills for little girls and then she goes through withdrawals and then Jolene gives her a couple pills and then she plays with like 20 boys at once and beats them and tells us about it while she eats chocolate and then she breaks into the pill place and takes all the pills and then she faints. And I have time to spare. So. <laughs> Oh my god, you have so much time left. So many times you said pills or pill. (laughs) She's pill girl. Um, Yeah, what did I miss? Um, Oh yeah, I think her mom like committed suicide. They're like hinting at that. They like have little flashbacks to her mom like talking to her dad and basically being like, we're i'm crazy and <laughs> are not crazy but she's like i don't want to do this anymore and then <laughs> i'm like so i'm like i think that was the hint of that um oh and she learns what the word cocksucker means <laughs> like, is that my time yeah, that's <laughs> also you should explain that the beginning the beginning is oh yeah the beginning is like 1967 and then yeah it goes backwards mm-hmm. in time to her cut the cut to her being us being on a bridge is like she's an adult Anya Taylor Joy and then she cuts to being a child. Um, yeah, so that's we only the show. See Anya Taylor Joy for a second. <laughs> yeah, we see Anya Taylor Joy for half a second, but yeah, that that's it. So would we watch the show based on the pilot? <laughs> I would. I did. Um, the thing is, is that I would watch mm-hmm. it based on the pilot because I did. Yeah. I've seen all of it. Also, this is a limited series, so it's a little bit different. The pilot, I yeah. would say, is not your typical pilot, because it's only seven episodes. Yeah. Well, the series are great. I love them. Oh, yeah. It's like a long movie. Yeah. Is this our first limited series? Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Unless you count High School Musical, the musical, the series. It's but it's coming two. back. I know. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, we haven't I'm done joking. normal people or... Big Little Lies uh, original. Eric. That was my high. My other high is that I 
restarted watching, or I started rewatching Normal People today. And it was, Ugh, that'll was take really, you somewhere dark. I was yeah, thinking about her I, this week. <laughs> we should mm. do that show next, y'all. Or soon, at least. Soon, not next. Yeah. Eric, would you watch the show based on the you pilot? Should. I would, because I did. You would, because you did. <laughs> the best sentence that we ever say on this <laughs> Is this the first I time all, we've all because seen? I did. Uh, no. What? Eric. Yeah, we all saw New Girl and Dairy Girls. Oh, Dairy Girls. I was like, I haven't seen all of New Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen all of New Girl either. We've all at least seen, like, the pilot and then a couple episodes of, like, Gossip Girl. Maybe that was it. Okay. Maybe this is, this is, like, the first we've all finished. <laughs> Pen 15. No, you hadn't seen Pen 15. I hadn't finished it. Oh, see. Um, I skipped fun facts about the show, but I think that's fine. Yeah, the only fun facts I can think of is, like, she's wearing a wig, mm-hmm. and there. this is, like, I think it's set in America, but the, it was filmed by Netflix UK. Oh, that is interesting. Well, that That's makes sense. Fun. A lot of the actors are British. Yeah, so I think they filmed it in the UK, but they're, like, pretending it's in Virginia. I know there's a, um, like, a, a making of Queen's Gambit documentary on Netflix. That's, like, 15 minutes long. I'm sure yeah, I saw that. I was like, I, seen that, I should watch that. Okay, um, MVP of the show. Mine's Mr. Scheibel. Yes. He's important. He's like a key. Yeah. I just also, I just love the way that he like, his method of like only telling Beth, like barely enough information <laughs> every single time. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, you want to know the, how to play this game? It'll take me two, three weeks to tell you. Yeah, it's like when she's like, you didn't tell me about this rule. And he's like, it's not a rule, it's sportsmanship. But it's still something like she should know. And it's like, why not just give her all the rules? Lay them all out there. Tell her about like how you are supposed to switch off colors. Like tell her these things. He's like, I'll tell you when I want you to know, basically. And I love that. I think that's a really fun way to do things. It's powerful for sure. That's my MVP, Mr. Scheibel. Um, my MVP is really the most important player in this show, which is Pills. Um, <laughs> more importantly, the green pill. Because if Beth didn't get introduced to the green pill, aka tranquilizers, I believe is what they're giving them. It's the 50s, mm-hmm. who knows. Um, she would not have become such a chess genius, I don't think. Because that's what allows her to play chess on the ceiling at night, which, as we all know, if you've seen the show, is key to her winning games. So, And also, the pilot is literally just about her being addicted to pills at, like, age eight. So <laughs> it's re- it's pretty important for, like, the plot. We kept talking about pills, like, while we were watching it. We were just like... Pill, girl. <laughs> I want pill. So Claire's MVP is pills. Eric? Pill. That's so funny. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my MVP, I have two MVPs. My first MVP is the hot Russian chess player that she plays in the very first scene. Um, he's not hot, he's throughout old. the entire show. He's you can hot. be both, Claire. <laughs> I guess, yeah, Colin Firth does exist. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, my other MVP is going to have to be Jolene. I just think she brings an amazing energy mm. to the whole show. Mm-hmm. Um and Jolene, she's a good character. The actress is cool. Jolene was waiting Keep for Claire to sing. 
Jolene, Jolene. She's yeah, great. Yeah, I'd say Jolene. Yeah. I love Jolene. She was a close second for me. Mr. Scheibel, just like, I don't know, man. He's... He's, he's a classic. He, like, he without him, there'd be no... There'd be no show. No you know? chess. No chess. Without him, Beth wouldn't even know what the game was called. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> She's like, what is that called? It's like... <laughs> You don't need to know. She doesn't know what the pieces like, are. I want to know. And he's like, no. <laughs> and then he's like, it's called chess. <laughs> it's called chess, okay, girl? <laughs> My LVP is uh, Mrs. Deerdorf. The mm. orphanage. But I, I hate her name, woman. too. Yeah, everything about her, Deerdorf. I hate it. Deerdorf. I don't under- like, yeah, I don't understand why. Like, they're tranquilizers, but also, I guess they're partially, like, hallucinogens. And I'm just kind of like... What benefit could you have giving that to children? Like, what? what? I don't know, because it was, like, the 50s, so, like, everyone was doing drugs that, like, now we know are, like, not good for you. I guess. But also, like, what's the benefit of burning Beth's clothes? And I just don't like her. Yeah, that was random. She's like, I'm going to burn the one piece of clothing you have from your childhood. That reminds you of your dead Yeah, mom. and She's just like, to give you don't have it anymore. To give mm-hmm. every girl just one outfit, it's kind of like, what's the point in that? Because, like, how do, do they just stay in that one outfit and it just stays dirty forever? Like, I'm confused. Like, I... How does laundry work in this world? <laughs> yeah, like... That's what we're all asking. Very cartoonish. I just, like, want to know. But I don't like her, so she's my LVP. Claire? I don't like her. LVP? Jeez. Um... <laughs> My LVP is... Is the other pill. <laughs> is the red pill? <laughs> is the other pill. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Eric. It's the other pill. Because the green... The green one... What does he say? It's like the green one is for your brain and the red and brown is for your body to build strong muzzle. To balance your mood or something? Yeah, green is to balance your mood, red is to, like, build strong bones. And it's like, okay, the red one sounds more important, right? It's, like, to build strong bones, be strong as a child. The green one just balancing your mood. But the green one is the one who really who really does it for just. her. You know, that's the one that she's hoarding. That's the one that she is eating by the handful. That is the one that she needs, that she needs to survive. But the red and orange, we never really see much of her. You know, it's like, nah, you gotta take it, but what does it really do for you? Okay? And yeah, so that's my LVP because, I don't know, it's like, why give them two? When you could just give them one. Give her that good, good pill. My LVP is, um, I would say my LVP is probably gonna have to be... Oh, my LVP is the chess teacher because Mr. Scheibel? No, the the coach oh, at the high school. The guest oh, okay. the like guy that that Mr. Scheibel brings. Um why? Because he gave he her just, a doll? Mr. Gans? He gives her a doll and she hates it. He gives me weird, creepy vibes. He also is very strangely as like, I was thinking a young lady could accompany or was that the Miss Deerdorf who was like a young lady can accompany her. That was Miss Deerdorf. Okay, either way, the way he handled that was so strange to me. And I uh, just don't like him. And sometimes that's okay, just to say that. Yeah. That's fair. And sometimes that's okay. Fave lines. My fave line? The felt hitting that chessboard. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> because 
also <laughs> let me tell you ladies and gentlemen there's for the first 30 minutes there's basically like no audio there's really just like beth going about her day in the little and orphanage. suspenseful music <laughs> suspenseful music pill taking <laughs> But that's Man. it. So also, the only like sounds for a while is just the chessboard pieces like moving, and I'm mm. like, okay, I guess this has to be my favorite line. <laughs> it's so hot. The felt against that wood board. Mm-hmm. ASMR. <laughs> okay, I know what my favorite line is. What's your favorite line, Claire? Mine is when Beth is like, what are you doing? And Mr. Scheibel is like, girls don't play chess. (laughs) (laughs) Because I love to be reminded that not too far in the past and also in the present. Girls didn't play chess. People were like, girls, all they're good for is popping out babies and cooking me mac and cheese. So, yeah, I just love that. Mm. I love that line. Mm. He really is like, they don't play it. So if you want to, you're screwed. One of my other favorite lines from him is like, she asks a question and he just goes, not today. And it's like. <laughs> Play now. Honestly, we're all Mr. Scheibel at some, at yeah. some point. Yeah, we know? all have our inner Mr. Scheibel. I think Mr. Scheibel is who we were channeling when we were doing the pill girl bits. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me pill. I am girl. I want pill for lunch. There are no pills in this chocolate. <laughs> If I win game, I get pill. I get pill. Welcome, Um, pill girl. I would say my favorite line, my favorite line is when she's playing chess with the chess coach guy Mm -hmm. and she walks away from the table and she is like trying to impress him (laughs) by like just talking about the chess game and telling him what to do and not looking at the board. And the chess coach goes like, he says like, bishop to L4. And she's like, castles. (laughs) Castles. (laughs) As soon as Eric started talking, I was like, oh, he's going to say castles. And we have no clue what that means. He's just like, oh, shit. He just, like, changes two pieces in the back. And I'm like... I think it. I think it's something where it's like... The, like I, because I learned this while playing on chess.com, but there's some <laughs> not move sponsored. where not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> there's some move where like the rook and like I think the king, like they can like swap places. That's exactly what they did on the board. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So the king can move like two or three spaces away and just like kind of swap with the rook. And I think that's what oh, okay. Yeah, that is exactly what he did. I was gonna say he moved the rook, and I was like, he like literally switched two pieces, and I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. So I'm I gonna guess. start saying that when customers <laughs> yell at me at work. I'm just gonna be like, castles, 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 <laughs> until they go away. Just say castles, or until they get the reference. <laughs> <laughs> if they get the reference, they get a free bagel. <laughs> and they're like, he'll be like, take it out of my check. <laughs> yeah. Um, who are we? Okay, I'm gonna say something. Who will I be? Yeah, Eric. <laughs> I think Claire is Baby Beth. Oh my god! Baby Beth? I'm addicted to pills. Eric's like, Claire is pill girl. (laughs) I'm addicted to your love. That's me talking to the pills. (laughs) Wait, expose or expand. I just think, one, this little pill girl does yearn, but I think she yearns in a way that Claire yearns. I don't know why. I'm solely going based off of the fact that you played chess in middle school. Really, that's all I'm going off of. Also, that this girl has small bangs, and Claire has had bangs before. 
You're like the way that she looks at those fifties teens is how Claire looks at boys <laughs> that she'll never boys. talk to. <laughs> What's a cocksucker? <laughs> That's Claire Hardwick. <laughs> no. No. I feel like Claire is kind of baby bad. Baby what about bad. adult bad? She's ambitious. She adult wants to bad. she wants to run with the boys. She wants to make her own way. She's out yeah. there in LA. And I don't take no for no answer. <laughs> you give me pill or you die <laughs> I also feel like um, the way that Claire based her MVP and LVP around the pills that's very big <laughs> <laughs> to be fair Eric fed me the LVP because I was truly like I don't know what LVP is like and that is but... called support and improv that is called yes and <laughs> <laughs> my other LVP is that girl who's behind Beth when she's like where's my pill and the little girl oh is like God. Harman 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 I want my pill I'm she's in like, love Harman there's more of us Harman I'm like girl you're not named in the script so shut the hell up <laughs> Claire's like there are small parts <laughs> There are no small parts, only small actors. <laughs> Five foot two by Lady Gaga. <laughs> um, okay, who is Kirithana? Jolie. 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 You think Kirithana is Jolene? Uh, yeah. I so. <laughs> He's like, no, I just felt like singing. <laughs> I just wanted to sing. I wanted to go Speak on that. Speak on that. I, I, th- I think I'm in the same um, boat. <laughs> group same boat same club same class even as you i would just say with the energy that kirsten i was bringing to her low this evening i would say that's very similar energy to jolene and jolene would go ham on anyone <laughs> also and also jolene's really nice she's a good friend to beth yeah, yeah. She's a really, like, supportive person in the orphanage. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Kirtan is a very good friend to us. <laughs> very supportive. She also fills in, like, Jolene fills in Beth on all the info about the orphanage. And I feel like Kirtan would do that. I and would guide Claire towards the right we, pill. Should, yeah. should, should we all end up in an orphan, orphanage? Kirtan no. would fill us in on what? <laughs> on the hot goss. Us all above 18 going to an orphanage. Hey. Hey, what's up? No, I don't want to do this bit anymore. Hey. Eric. Hey. Who's Eric? Hey. Eric? The green My- pill. <laughs> Eric's the green pill. Because Claire's is... addicted to me. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> She's always like, Eric, why don't you call me anymore? And I'm like, Shut Claire, up. I'm busy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Claire, who am I? <laughs> You're the green pill. <laughs> I, I was also... Stuff. I was also going to say you're Beth when she first takes the green pill. <laughs> Burning herself on the heater. She's like so gone. And she like shows up to lunch and she's like, what is this? Like looking at a fork. And Jolene's like, are you okay, girlie? Jolene's like, eat the fish. <laughs> yeah. They're like, eat the fish. Otherwise you won't get adopted. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this place is so messed up. No, wait, but who are we actually saying, Eric? <laughs> the green pill? I think, like I just said, he's the green pill and he's Beth on drugs. You're addicted to me, babe. You can't get enough of me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this narrative. 
I hate this narrative. I'm not addicted. I give him his space. <laughs> You're literally Claire on opposite I, when, sides of the country. <laughs> like, I give him space. When Claire and I lived together, Claire was always knocking at my door. She said, Eric, knock, knock, knock. And she was always trying to get in. I said, baby, I'm busy. <laughs> oh, my God. You were never busy. That is true. It was yeah. a pandemic. I was doing nothing. <laughs> you were never busy. You were like, I'm going to read my book. In 2020, when y'all lived together, it was truly all in the pandemic, except for two months. Literally, actually. Yeah. But, okay, I guess that's our answer for Eric. The green Now belt. that we've fighted, or we so, fought. We fought. I now, can't use correct English. Let's, let's try and figure out who else will fight in our prediction. Ooh. <laughs> our prediction. So this takes place oh i have a prediction oh yeah you go i don't know where i was going with that sentence okay okay. (laughs) this is based on something eric will know so Uh, i think i you and i were going going in the same route (laughs) awkward but go anyway so in the episode the first girl that we see get adopted is unnamed no her name is mary sue mary sue something yeah and she's like a young blonde girl keep that in your brain (laughs) <laughs> and Miss Deardorff goes, "Oh, Mary Sue, put your headband on. The Spellmans. Oh, I was gonna go have the been same waiting way. for you. Oh my god! <laughs> and so my prediction is that this girl Mary Sue turns into Sabrina Spellman mm-hmm. of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, mm-hmm. and that works because the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is kind of set in a nondescript time. I would say." They don't have phones, so it's like, we don't really know what time it is. It could be the 60s. Um, it's probably not, but it could be. Uh, <laughs> and so that girl not. grows up to be Sabrina on The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Beth plays chess and wins. Okay. <gasps> Wild. I kind of lost it at the end there, but... I was going to say, I feel as though we're sometime in the 30s because in the opening scene, it's Paris, 1947. I thought it was 1967. Okay, I think we're in the 50s. See how I changed my answer? I'm like, we're not in the 30s. The way they're dressing is... The way that they're not in the Great Depression right now, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, where's Great Gatsby? They're in the 20s. Eric's like, this is the 1800s. You can tell because <laughs> it said <Philip>. 1867. <laughs> the way that Eric thought they were peak Great Depression. <laughs> Chess uh, was the only thing that got them through. <laughs> yeah. This girl, like, chomping on her chocolate in the Great Depression. In the Great Depression. She's oh struggling. Jason, do you have a prediction? So, we're in the 50s. And then, you know, we go to the 60s, and one would say there is a famous song called Welcome to the 60s. Hey, mama, welcome to the 60s. (laughs) So basically... (laughs) I wish wish there was a way to give a visual aspect, because Claire truly went off. (laughs) I did play Tracy in my eighth grade production of Hairspray. Do you know who I played, Claire? Who? Corny Collins. Okay, continue, Kirsten. Um, so in the 60s, we meet Tracy Turnblad. And I think that Anya Taylor-Joy, in her rise to her chest fame, she goes on an episode of the Corny Collins show. And Ooh. she gets to, like, do her little jig with Link and Tracy. 
and basically there's it ends on a special episode of a hairspray um queen's gambit crossover Ooh. and i think that's how they end it and then we see anya taylor joy like teach the people how to play chess while they dance and there's like floating chess things it's like a cute little chess dance number mm. i love this <laughs> I don't know why or when I decided that every single one of my predictions will be crossover. My favorite one is the OC when you're talking about them both opening up like charities for gay teens in Chino and Newport. That one is probably definitely my favorite one. That's maybe the best one you've done, but um, Eric? Okay. My prediction <laughs> So my prediction is that Beth she grows up, she plays chess, she wins. It's great. She starts a family. And it's great, it's great. She has children. They have children. And so one day in the 20s, in the 2020s, okay. Beth Harmon is like 80, 90. She's like on her last limb. Her grandchildren run up to her and they're like, Grandma, Grandma, there's this TikTok that is about you. And she's like, huh? And the chil- the grandchildren show Beth the TikTok where there's this TikTok circulating about Beth Harmon being good at Guess Who, the game, if anyone's familiar. <laughs> and Beth Harmon watches that TikTok and she's like, what's Guess Who? And then she starts to learn about the game. And then we basically have um, the final season of Queen's Gambit is her basically going through all these guess who championships mm. and she goes to Russia. That are alive the, and well in 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She beats the champion of guess who. And then um, at the final match, she wins the game. She shakes the hands with the player and then she passes on. The way that I wish Beth Harmon like, was a real person. <laughs> Same. She's so Same. cool. And her fashion sense is like... Oh, it's so, so good. Cool. Are y'all ready? Ready to rank? Ready to rank. Are we I'm already there? I feel this, this episode has been so all over the place. <laughs> I know. Well, we have been recording for longer than it feels. just because Yeah, because like, we just keep starting <laughs> Guys, this is like the most... We'll like try and make sure that y'all can't hear it, but this has been the most struggle podcast recording we've ever had. So <laughs> It's true. It is very true. We're all fighting. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so the ranking... Uh, are y'all ready to talk about it? Because I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready for it? Um, <laughs> Baby, let the games begin. Let the games begin. The chess games begin. Uh-huh. Where do y'all want to put it? Oh, I like... I said this to Claire during the app, during the app that I was watching with Claire before you popped in, Kirtana. But I was just like... Jeez Louise, snooze fest. <laughs> Just because, like, nothing was happening. Literally, because at the beginning, there's, like, not even words being said. Yeah. I have to say, like, the pilot is not that interesting because we no. don't even really see adult Beth except for in the beginning, the, like, prequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once we get to Anya Taylor-Joy is really when I started to enjoy it. Yeah. she's obviously, like... Did she get nominated for a Golden Globe for this? Or no? No. That was for Emma and... Yeah, she got it for Emma, but... And something else. She didn't for this, I thought. She got two nominations, I thought. Oh, maybe she did for this. Was it Peaky Blinders? 
I don't know. It might have been for this. I think. It must have been for this. Yes, yes, she did. I think. It's just a lot of setup. Yeah. It's like necessary for her character, but it's not exactly like super enticing. I'm surprised I kept watching because. Like the I remember I remember the first time I watched it I was like oh yeah like keep going like keep watching but after this I'm just like gosh that was just like kind of a boring pilot. Well, it is kind of bold of them to not include Anya Taylor Joy until the second yeah. episode. That's kind of crazy. Okay, yeah. I have a I have a, a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I have kind of two. Mm-hmm. I have two as well. I was gonna say either between. Bridgerton and Grey's Anatomy, or between Grey's Anatomy and Sweet Bitter? I think the acting in Grey's Anatomy is better than the acting in this pilot. I was going to say last. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Below a teacher? I don't think this is worse than <laughs> Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Okay, I'm going to say above Dash and Lily. Below Sweet Bitter. I think Dash and Lily's better than this. I agree. Let's put it above Sabrina. It would be kind of iconic if we did put it last. <laughs> I don't know why. It just was like, honestly. A teacher has been last for forever. <laughs> I think a teacher is better than this. We were more intrigued with a teacher. We Yeah, that is true. Oh, gee, should we put it last? <laughs> should we put it last? I don't know. I'm Critically acclaimed for... Queen's Gambit. <laughs> well, but that's the thing is like, the best part of the show is... Literally episodes two through seven. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not saying that the Queen's Game is bad. I loved the Queen's yeah. Game. Like the finale could be number one. Oh, you know? yeah. I'm addicted to that show. For sure. When she's walking through Germany in that all white outfit. Yeah. Mm. It's just not a good episode. Like, it's just boring. 90% I could of the put time. it above Chilling Adventures. And below that. Because I, I do feel like even though it's not that enticing, it's better than Chilling Adventures of Sabrina that was so all over the place. Yeah. Chilling Adventures was chaotic. This at least has like a story. It might be a boring yeah. story at times. But yeah, it's cool to like watch her grow in just the course of an hour cuz you mm-hmm. see her like learn chess and then yeah. be really good at chess for her age. Like even Chilling Adventures of Sabrina like she's chaotic, but like at least there's like stuff going on. <laughs> like for the I first was gonna say, I was gonna say, minutes. I was like, should we move to Sab- Sabrina to last? Because <laughs> I feel like I've been shitting yeah, on it. Yeah, like, maybe the past we should. We can move Sabrina to last. I don't have any. I... Okay, let's do it. Sabrina last, and then what is this? Above Sabrina, or below Sabrina? I think oh. above. Is this so... above a teacher? Uh, yeah, I think above. I uh, yeah. So I would say below Dash. Yeah, below Dash and Lily. Move Sabrina to last. Then a teacher, then Queen's Gambit, then Dash. And it's like we're playing chess, but with the ranking. <laughs> Imagine if we had said we were stuck with the ranking forever. God. Euphoria would still be winning. I, no, it would have definitely been. No, it would have. I'm like chilling adventures to to L four. <laughs> a teacher to R nine. Okay, y'all ready for me to read it? Fifteen, the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Fourteen, a teacher. Our new number 13, Queen's Gambit. 12, Dash and Lily. 11, Sweet Bitter. 10, Grey's Anatomy. 9, Bridgerton. 8, New Girl. 7, Euphoria. 6, The O.C. 5, Please Like Me. 4, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. Woo! 
<laughs> three, Gossip Girl, two, Dairy Girls, and number one, still raining for like, I don't even know, like six weeks now. For a while. Pen 15. Woo! So that was our episode, but if you're Kendall, you for sure have stuck around this long. Um, so we're going to do Kendall's acrostic poem, and if you feel like you're missing out because you want an acrostic mm-hmm. poem, just leave us an Apple podcast review. We will do it for you. It is no pain on our backs. So, Kendall, <laughs> I'm going to start. Kind. Mm. <laughs> uh, um, um... Um, eager. Eager. <laughs> um, nifty. Delicate by Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, all too well by Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. Um, um, Claire, your favorite song off, uh, Evermore. Long uh, story short, by Taylor Swift. I, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I t- I was like, I think I know it. And then uh, Long Live by Taylor Swift. Long Live. <laughs> Is Kendall so a Swift one? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Kind? What was the E? Kind, eager, eager nifty, nifty, delicate, all too well. All too well. Long, long story, story short, short and long live. Long live. Mm-hmm. We love you, Kendall. Thank you. you. Thanks for the review, Kendall. Do Thank you for it, the review. Do it, do it now. <laughs> Um, don't forget to follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at Hold Interest. On Instagram, we're at Hold underscore my underscore interest. And no matter when you're listening to this episode, just remember if there's an ecological disaster to, lo- to donate to your local organizations rather than the big ones. Yes. <laughs> um, we're and I addicted hope Ted to Cruz you. had fun in Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> he was dropping his daughters off. <laughs> he was being a good dad. Ted Cruz blaming women for his problems. Sounds about right. (laughs) Classic. Classic. Anyway, I hope you liked this episode. Uh, Bye. Bye. Pill. Pill girl. Pill girl. Pill girl. (laughs) I want pill.